And I switched it to the time. Nice. Hey! Hi, people. We're here. Oh, my God. We just had, like, an hour oh. <laughs> of Commanda just spilling the tea. Oh, it was just a tea sesh. So much hot tea. Oh, my God. It was great. It was delicious. Well, we wish we could tell you guys. We can't. But we can't. We can't. This so is... much good tea. Oh. Yeah. So if we're giddy, this is why? Yeah. It's because it has literally been <laughs> It has been an hour <laughs> of nonstop chatter. Mission. And here's what I heard. Yeah, that's basically what we were doing. A yeah. lot of hand motions. So many hand motions and so many like, <gasps> no. Yeah. Yeah. All the fucking things. It was great. So it's great. good. So much knowledge. Knowledge bombs. Yeah. Oh, it was wonderful. Uh, okay. It is that time again where we do some South Dakota shit. Yay. So Amanda's gonna go first. Yeah. And I'm just gonna sit here and listen to this beautiful story. Yeah. I've actually got two of them. The first one I didn't write down. Oh. Um, so, cause it was, I wasn't able to find a lot on it. And um, I'm still pretty sure I don't have all the facts accurate. But did you know, it's gonna be just a did you know story. Okay, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you know that um, in Huron, there was a kid named Josh Gilchrist who killed his mother with a sword. I think your husband uh, and kid are here. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, the kid, I think he was like 16, yeah, 16 years old, killed his mom with a sword. I didn't say how, but it was a sword, like a legit sword. It went after, I think, like his sister and another like foreign exchange student with the sword. I don't know. The cops came by. The cops shot him because he tried to attack a cop with a sword. But it just stuck with me because it was a sword. Do we need a sword up yeah. here? Yeah, I think so. We do. We just... could put it right over the bookshelf. <gasps> yes. Just to protect ourselves. Yeah. Because what if somebody came at us with a sword? What is... I We, we watch so many different fucking sci-fi shit. Yeah. What is the one where there's stuff in great... Lord of the Rings. Duh. Where it's oh, in yeah. great. The um, elfish sword. The, yeah. Sting? Yes. Um... I, my mom was obsessed with Lord of the Rings. Mom, I'm calling you out. Obsessed with Lord of the Rings when they first came out. We had uh, a identical, like, heavy sword oh for Sting that had, like, the writing on it. And it even came with, like, a little thing to hang on the wall. Yeah. We need that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what she ever did with it. Can you, Leslie, can you let us know where you got that? Yeah. So we can order one? It was at the mall. I remember there was there was a weird store at the mall that had swords from. Damn it! There's places online though. I've looked them up because I want a sword to put over my TV at home. <gasps> yes. <laughs> right. It'd be We're perfect. getting one up here. Yeah. Okay. We are accepting donations because we have so much shit. Like we want to get a um, a Jason Boras lamp. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. All the stuff. We we um once we get it done we'll we'll. Take a picture, but we have our fair lady, the queen. Yeah. On a wall. Good save the queen. Yeah. Praise the queen. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have a queen wall. Yep. So, yeah, there's that. Yeah. All this stuff. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Some Harry Potter shit. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm getting sweaty again. Okay. I'm just going to turn that. You can keep going. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Well, I will start my South Dakota. We're saving the best for last today, so I'm just Well, gonna... I don't know about best. I would say fucked up. You guys. Fucked up. Fucked up is the best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, here we go. Chester Allen Pogue was born on July 4th, 1980. Um, 
bear with me. Also, this is the first time that I'm 100% reading through this. Like, this is one of those, I did this yesterday. That's fine. Like, three hours before we were going to record. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I told you I was almost finished and I had some more research to do? Yeah. I didn't do it. None of it. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of like read through a little bit of it and I was like, yeah, that's the one I'm going to do. And then it was, that was like a week ago, probably like last (laughs) Sunday. And then I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I read a little bit, got the gist. Then yesterday I was like, cool, copy paste. That sounds phenomenal. Yeah. We are who we are. You know, if you're here, you know who we are. Yeah. If you want someone, some people that are well researched and professional go somewhere else then you can go fuck yourselves eat a dick yes in the nicest way possible yeah like a nice fat juicy one mm-hmm. with some barbecue sauce on it yeah hey one if you're feeling if you're feeling salsa crispy zesty okay so yeah he was born july 4th 1980 in norton county kansas he grew up on a farm just outside norton but moved with his family to rapid city in 1994 in 96, his father committed suicide um, just days after his parents filed for divorce. The family moved back to Norton, but later moved to Spearfish while Poe was at college. Spoiler alert. Um, prior to his death, Pogue was attending Northwest Kansas Technical School and was a half year from graduating in communications technology. So here we go. On the evening of March 12th, 2000, Paige, Piper, and Hoadley. Um, that's what, yeah. They have full names, but that's just what I'm going to call them right now. Paige, Piper, and Hoadley met up with Pogue at his family home in Spearfish. The four of them were friends and had met up to play video games together. Pogue's mother and sister were in Florida on vacation at the time, meaning that the house was empty. Later on, the four of them left the house and drove in Pogue's Chevy Blazer to the house where Paige, Piper, and Hoadley were staying. There's too many P's in this fucking So story. many. PPP. P and Hoadley were staying. Once inside, Paige took out a 22 caliber pistol, which he had stolen from Pogue's home, and ordered Pogue to get on the floor. The three men planned to rob Pogue's family home and did not want a witness to the crime. As Pogue lay on the floor, he was kicked repeatedly by Piper until he was unconscious. He was then tied up with a cord and placed in a chair. Piper put a tire iron across Pogue's feet to prevent him from moving, which I don't get that. (laughs) I'm like, that would keep you down. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, when Pogue regained consciousness, he pleaded with the attackers to let him go, but they refused. And instead, he was forced to drink beer containing crushed pills and hydraulic hydrochloric acid. His ATM card was taken from him by Paige. Um, the perpetrators then discussed their plan to kill Pogue while they stood in front of him. Um, Pogue was then forced into his own vehicle and was driven approximately seven miles to Higgins Gulch, a remote wooded area in the Black Hills. I should have looked that up to see where it was. Yeah, I'm trying to think. But, yeah, Higgins Gulf. Gulch. 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 Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere in the Black Hills. 
He was ordered out of the vehicle and pushed into thick snow. He was stripped naked apart from his undershirt, undershirt shoes, and socks. Um, Pogue was then escorted downhill towards a small, icy creek. During the walk, he was beaten repeatedly until he was forced to lie down in the creek, where he was attacked again. As Pogue lay in the creek, he was stabbed in the neck by Paige with a knife. The three men then decided it was time to kill him. Pogue requested to be let into his vehicle so he could warm himself up. Um, he said he preferred to bleed to death in the warmth rather than freezing to death in the cold. Piper agreed to the request uh, if he washed the blood off his body first. So Piper needed to wash the blood off of his own body. Mm -hmm. um, as, oh no, must have been Pogue. Whatever. As Pogue washed himself off, Piper changed his mind and Pogue was violently dragged back to the creek by the three men as they attempted to drown him. Jesus. Yeah. Pogue was then finally killed by having rocks thrown at his head. Page later stated that he and Hoadley ended Pogue's life by dropping several large rocks on his head. Oh my god. Yeah. Fucking. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Piper's brief, um. Piper's brief contends that he did not take part in the drowning attempt or stabbing. No. <laughs> just you the just, rock. Okay. Yeah. Um, Piper argued that he had returned to Pogue's vehicle as he was being killed. And according to Piper, Holdley was the one who threw the final rock, which killed Paige. But at that point in time, Piper was not there to personally witness the murder. However, Piper allegedly admitted standing on Pogue's neck to assist oh yeah, Holdley in drowning him and then reportedly stabbed Pogue twice. Both Paige and Hoadley admitted that they both dropped heavy rocks on Pogue's head, actions which they believed are what finally killed him. Hours after the beatings first began, Pogue was left for dead in the creek in the early hours of March 13th. The men killed him because they did not want to witness the robbery of Pogue's home. Um... And then they just drove away in his vehicle, in Pogue's vehicle. They returned to his house and stole several items. Um, Paige claimed Pogue's vehicle, as well as a stereo system and some clothes. The men then drove to Piper's sister's home in Hannibal, Missouri. <laughs> Hannibal. 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 Yeah. Hannibal. Hannibal. Hannibal, Missouri. Hoping that they could stay with her for a while. And she said, fuck no. So then they came back to South Dakota. Uh, they traveled to Rapid City, where they used Pogue's ATM card to withdraw cash and also sold some of his property. The three men then split up and went their separate ways, with Piper deciding to return to his home state of Alaska. Uh, okay. So this was kind of a weird story, but the, uh, the only way I felt like I could write it was to talk Just, about the murder first. Yeah. And then the, I don't know, little bits and pieces. So here's about Paige, Piper, and Hoadley. The murderers. The murderers, yes. So Elijah Page um, was born in 81. I'm just going to say the years. Nobody gives a shit about it. Well, some people 
people do give a shit about the dates because when I hear when I hear that somebody was born on my birthday, like a murderer was born on my birthday, I'm like, <gasps> that's my birthday. Yes, you freak out. Or you're like, that's my birthday month, right? Exactly. So okay, I will say the date. So. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Page was born December 1st. That's my birthday month! <laughs> exactly! <laughs> yeah, that is. He was born in Titusville, Florida. And while he was still young, he moved with his family to Kansas City, Missouri. Page reportedly had a very troubled childhood. Uh, he lived with his family in abandoned buildings without heat or utilities. And he was also allegedly sexually abused by his mm. mother as a two-year-old. Okay, so I've heard Morbid say this multiple times. I always feel bad for the little kid mm -hmm. that bad shit happened. I don't feel bad for the adult no. who chose to do stupid shit. Yep. I feel bad for the kid. Yep. No kid deserves. No. Mm -hmm. Got no. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, Briley Wayne Piper was born March 20th, 1980. That's St. Patrick's Day month. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I'm going to do that with every day. Yeah. And he grew up in Anchorage, Alaska. When he was 13, he was arrested for allegedly grabbing a woman and was also arrested for assault after robbing a classmate at Knife Point. Daryl R. Holdley, born November 5th, 1979. That's, That's my your birthday, birthday month. month. <laughs> I don't know why I felt like I needed to try to say it before you, but I got really competitive right there. That's okay. I also got really competitive because I knew you were going to say it. And I was like, I got to say it first. I was born that <laughs> He was born in Laramie, Wyoming. Oh, yeah. And like Paige and Piper, he had a difficult childhood, was abused by his mother and her male friends. Mm -hmm. And by the time of the murder, he was living in Leeds, South Dakota, and had a daughter. Dumb. I feel bad for the little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so back to the murder. Murder. So one month after Pogue had been murdered, on April 22nd, 2000, April was our due date month. Oh my god, it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I realized also? Yeah. You're a little shit. Because he came when he did. Yeah, he's a March baby. He's a March baby! Yeah. They don't have the same birthday month! Oh fuck. They're both still Aries. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's at the end of the month, so they still. Okay. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. They're both still Aries, yeah. Okay. They just have different month. Like, like stones and flowers. Yeah. Which is okay. They're yeah. still going to be best friends. Yeah. They're still best friends. They're still, still Aries, though. Yeah, they're still Aries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so April 22nd, 2000, a woman came across the remains of Pogue in Higgins Gulch. I want to keep saying golf. Gulf. Gulch. <laughs> Higgins Gulf. Gulf. Uh, a forensic pathologist identified the remains and later confirmed that the deceased man was Pogue. It was determined that stab wounds and blunt force injury to the head were his cause of death. And on April 25th, 2000, police interviewed Holdley, and he gave a statement detailing his involvement in the murder. He confessed to the crime and gave police the names of his accomplices. Fucking just sold himself out. Yeah, I don't, done. And I'm not sure. It didn't say anywhere. And I did look at a couple websites because, like, when... When I kind of did my scanning through it, mm -hmm. I looked at a couple more websites to see if they, you know, had any more information, and they didn't. So I'm not sure how they came to Holdley, how they got to him. Okay. Like, 
what they put together. I don't know if they found... Well, I guess it was in 2000, so there was probably some D- good DNA. Good DNA, yeah, good forensics. Yeah. Um, so warrants were then issued for Paige and Piper, who had fled the state, and three days later, law enforcement located and arrested Paige in Texas, and Piper was tracked down in Alaska and was arrested. They were both arrested for first-degree murder. Paige voluntarily described to authorities the details surrounding Pope's murder, and Piper also gave a statement and described Pope's torture and murder, as well as his participation in the crime. Both men were then subsequently extradited to South Dakota and then jailed in Lawrence County, which is the Deadwood Spearfish area. Okay. I don't know. And I think it was Deadwood is the county seat there, I think. Yeah, because for for people that aren't in South Dakota, like, it's super weird. Lee, Deadwood, and um, maybe it's just Lee, Deadwood. Like, they're two separate towns, but they're, like, a mile or two apart. Yeah. And And there's there's stuff in between them. It's, like, one town. Yes. Pretty much. Yes. But, yeah, it's... Yeah. It's, like, Minneapolis-St. Paul. There's no... Oh, I was like, I don't know what that is. And then Hutchinson... Minneapolis... Yeah, but I don't know, like, the area. Oh, yeah. It's, like, one big, huge... I don't know where... They pretty much just use a road to oh. say, now you're in St. Paul. <laughs> okay. But it's the same. It's, it's like the one. exact same. L.A.'s the same, too. Like, Pier and Fort Pier. Although, I... <laughs> those are two very separate... I'm on the record, very separate. Just like East River and West River are like yeah, two different yeah. fucking states. They're not the same. They're not the same. East River is a hundred times better. Yeah. <laughs> we should <laughs> We should create our own separate state. Yeah. State. Yeah. I mean, I love the Black Hills. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's just it's the surrounding areas that are a bit iffy. Yeah. There's some questionable. And, it, and it's really weird, too, because, like, the east side is a lot more, like, farming mm-hmm. like uh, there's a lot of cattle people here but west river is fucking western yeah it's like, ranching ranching like mm-hmm. my brother-in-law basically he is whatever yeah like they still move cattle in the hills by horseback like i don't really know anyone east river and i'm probably wrong because there are people that do it that still yeah. f- like brand yeah all of West River, they brand. Like, when they take their cattle out to the hills, there are no fences. They just have their brand, and that's how they identify mm-hmm. their cattle. And they do, like, a big whole branding. Oh, my God. It's like an it's event. It's like a big deal. Here, it when is. they brand them, it's not. No. It's just no. an inconvenient day for everybody, it yeah. seems like. Yeah. No, West River, it's like a whole fucking day, which I haven't been mm-hmm. out there for Tyler's brandings, but I think it would be fun. I bet it will be. Yeah. I would be really sad for the baby cows because yeah. I'm a weirdo, but... It is what it is. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. La-dee-da. La-dee-da. I had to talk about it, too. We had to talk about dead one and fish for people that don't know. Yeah. So, Paige pleaded guilty to Pope's death and waived his rights to have a jury determine his sentence. On February 16, 2001, February. It's Valentine's Day month. Ah! Damn it! I missed it. <laughs> Fuck. He was sentenced to death by Judge Warren Johnson, which is insane because, so the murder happened on on March 12, 2000, and he was sentenced February 16, 2001, which, okay, that's crazy to me because that, that school shooter 
the, um, he was like a, fuck, why can't I think of it? I just read it about it too. There was some school shooter from it, 2018. It was a bigger, like a, a bigger school. Big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal in 20, it was either 2018 or 2019. He was just sentenced like last month. That is insane to me. Yeah. And you can't tell me that it was because of fucking COVID. No. Like, how... I mean, he killed children. And they waited how many years? That should be automatic. You get your testicle and balls taken off. Exactly. You get put in jail. Whoever wants can beat the living fuck out of you. And then you can rot and eat porridge yeah. for every meal. Eat if porridge that. made with piss, okay? With flies as sprinkles. Yeah. Part few. Nope. Nope. I'm not even going to try to remember. I'll look it up. Yeah. Okay, you look it up and I'll finish this. Okay. So, he was sentenced to death by Judge Warren Johnson. Uh, by August 2006, Page ordered his attorney to stop all appeals and just allowed his execution to proceed. Uh, he reportedly said that he was tired of living the life of a condemned man. Page waived his appeals and sped up his execution. Sorry, I just said that. He was initially scheduled to be executed on August 29, 2006, but the execution was delayed by Governor Mike Rounds until at least July 1, 2007. Uh, over technicality involving the execution drugs. I think I, I kind of remember hearing about that a long time ago. I Butler? No. Haywood? No. Denali? No. Hebron? No. Canyon Springs? No. DSST Cole Middle School? No. There are way too many school shootings. Yeah. Uh, William Rains? No. Um, Palm Beach? Oop. Noblesville? Mm-mm. Santa Fe, mm -mm. Highland, nope. Forest High, nope. Raytown, nope. Good God! Oh, no, this is not just 2018. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is just okay. I was like, sorry. oh my God, <laughs> Parkland? Yeah. Okay. Yes, the Parkland shooter. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It was that one. When did that happen? 2018. Yeah. Was I right? Um, okay. Yeah, 2018. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, that. Although that was February fourteenth, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. It was one of the, yeah. It was a bad one. So they're all bad just, ones. They're just trash. Seriously. And it's a. I don't want to get into a whole thing, but a lot of times I feel like it's an attention thing. Uh mm huh. -hmm. It's it's we don't have a gun problem. We have a people problem. Yes. It's the people. The yes. people are the issue. Yes. And. uh... A lot of times the media blows it up, so people see that, and they're like, sweet, I can get on the media, because... Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, we don't talk about politics on this podcast. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Mm, Paige was executed by lethal injection at the South Dakota State Penitentiary in Sioux Falls on July 11, 2007. He was the first person executed in South Dakota in over 60 years, and the first person executed in South Dakota since the state reinstated capital punishment in 79. Ooh. Do yeah. we still have capital punishment? Uh, I don't know. I hope so. I'm going to look that up, too. Again, not, uh, we don't get into politics here, but if you no. do bad things, you deserve it. Yes. And any, I'm just saying. Yeah. Anything to involve children, too, 
you're dead. You're fucked. You're dead. You're a fucker. Yeah. That's just... Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the age of 25, Paige is also the youngest person executed in South Dakota in the modern era. And no one younger than him has been executed in the United States since his execution. His last meal was steak, jalapeno peppers, onion rings, a salad, and ice cream. And he had no final statement. Well, pretty decent last meal. Yeah. Okay, right. I don't know why it is, but anywhere on death row, I always want to know what their last meal is. Right? Like, I'm like, what did yeah. you get? Because then I'm like, what would I get? Right? What would I get? I feel like I would have, definitely have crab legs. Like, Ooh. I would have a smorgasbord. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd have some boom boom sauce from the takeout. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, crab legs. Definitely crab legs. Um, crab cakes. Yeah. Shrimp scampi. Yeah. Some Alfredo. Ooh, only Olive Garden Alfredo. Only Olive Garden. Only. Maybe like an Olive Garden breadstick. They're not the yeah. greatest, but dip them in the Alfredo. You gotta have them. Yes. Gotta have them. A Brookings roll. <gasps> yes. Um, that dip that you always make, like the hamburger dip. Oh, G dip? Yep. K yeah. dip. Yep. Um, roll-ups. Pickle wrap dip. Yes. (laughs) Just like a... A whole smorgasbord. Yeah. Whole thing. I would need at least four Walmart vanilla cupcakes. Oh my gosh. Why are they so good? Seriously. And maybe a Toll House cookie to go out with. You know what? I read something that some people think that those cookies are trash. Yeah. Did you see the thing where someone's like, you shut your mouth. Those are, those, these cookies are the backbone of this nation. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Fuck. Hmm. Fuck you if you don't like Toll House Frost <laughs> No. I scrape all the sprinkles off because I hate sprinkles. Oh, yeah. They're not great. Yeah. Just... But I love those goddamn cookies. Oh, so much. So much. If I could just... It's not even the cookie. The cookie part is not great. It's no, the frosting. It's the frosting. It's the frosting. If I could just eat the frosting with a spoon. Yeah. You know what? I'm kind of curious. Like, what would your guys' last meal be? Yeah. If we get a ton of emails on people's last meals, we will do, like, a whole mini thing. Of, oh, yeah. Of this is what this person's last meal would be if we'll they were on We'll do a mini of y'all's meals. That would be so fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Your limit is nothing. Yeah. You no. can have unlimited whatever the fuck you want. Did you not hear us? <laughs> like, <laughs> we're having all the... Ooh, a root beer float. I love root beer float. Oh, yeah. Definitely ice cream. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mint chocolate chip ice cream for me. Oh, no. Um, the um, peach cobbler mm. from Zesto's. Like, it's like ice cream, fresh, fresh peaches, caramel, and pecans. Mm. It is... I didn't even talk. I just ate it in two minutes, and Eric's like, did you eat that whole fucking thing? I'm like, yeah. Why? Sure did, but fucker. Can I have another? <laughs> yeah. Let's just go back for one quick. Yes. Maybe okay. a Subway Sammy, too. Let's yeah, do just a six-incher. Yeah. You know, just if I'm going going out, I might. Have you had the um, the one with the garlic aioli? No. Oh, my God. It's delicious. Oh, my God. It's so good. That sounds mm-hmm. All right. All the things. Okay. All the things. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Paige died. No final <laughs> remarks. Uh, prosecutors argue that Piper was the ringleader of the group and was good at manipulating people. Like Paige, he pleaded guilty to Pogue's death in January 2001, waiving his rights to a jury determine... Uh, waiving his rights to have a jury determine his sentence. Judge Warren Don- Johnson sentenced him to death on January 19th, 2001. Uh, 
Piper appealed his conviction, and in 2009, the state Supreme Court overturned his death sentence, arguing Boo. that a jury should decide his fate. Boo. Yeah. The jury sentenced him to death. Yes! Good job, jury. <laughs> in August 2011, with the sentence being upheld in 2019, um, with the execution of Charles Russell Rhines on November 4th, 2019. Did you break him up? Yeah. <laughs> Piper is now the only person left on death row in South Dakota. What? And he remains incarcerated at the South Dakota State Penitentiary awaiting execution. Yeah. How did they, I wonder how they do that. Do they, like, pick a date? Yeah, I don't know. So I do, I do have, I found it. <clears throat> death row is located at the South Dakota State Penitentiary located in Sioux Falls. Lethal injection is the only method of execution provided by the statuses. Statuses. Capital crimes, first-degree murder, is a Class A felony in South Dakota, punishable by death or life imprisonment without parole. Good job, South Dakota, for still having that. But let's bring back the electric chair. Let's bring back the guillotine. Militia. (laughs) Oh, okay. You really went for it. I always... I can't remember... I think it's, was it an episode that we did? I don't know. Some conversation I was having with somebody. It was probably Tanner, and he probably thought I was crazy. But I think I asked him how he would want to go, and he was like, lethal injection. (laughs) Something like that. And I was like, militia. I just want to go. I thought you wanted to open the cage and let her buck by a great white. Well, yeah, but. Or if that's not an option. If that's not an option. Like if I go to jail and I have to die. In jail, militia. Mm-hmm. Although canteen would be pretty cool too. Yeah, I don't know. And I feel like whoever catches my head, like I want it above a crowd, like so, a bouquet. Yeah. So whoever <laughs> catches my head gets like a prize. Is the next person to die? Oh no. Um, but I mean, if you, you want, get a prize. I mean, you get a prize, like a hundred dollar gift card like to it. Olive Garden. I like it. Yeah. I thought it'd be like a nice little departure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you want to go out by guillotine. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool. Like, okay. just get it over with. Yeah. Like, am I going to be like a cockroach? Does your body still, like, twitch and move? I've heard it does. Okay. Do you still shit yourself after guillotine? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, let us know if you know. Yeah, let, let us know. <laughs> because holy shit. Yeah. Uh, okay, so unlike Paige and Piper, Holdley did not waive his rights to have Jerry determine his sentence. And he pleaded not guilty at his trial. Dumbass. After the jury deadlocked 8-4 to four in favor of life in prison, he was spared execution. Holdley was sentenced to life in prison in 2001, and he remains incarcerated in the South Dakota page. Uh, page is buried in Norton Cemetery in his hometown of Norton, Kansas. Boo. Those guys suck. For real. Especially after torture, like, you torture somebody, dead. Yeah, you fully know what you were doing. Yeah. You you 100% were there. Yes. Will you grab me a beer before I start this show? Yeah. Yerby. So I'm going to mention it here, and I'm going to mention it at the beginning of our other podcast. I have completely forgot to mention whatsoever. We have a storefront for clothes. Oh my gosh, I forgot about yeah. that. So, I mean, we're still working on some designs, but yeah. um, bear with us because we did them ourselves. <laughs> so I just know like a couple of the things that are on there. We have a creepy crew neck <laughs> sweater. <Yeah. laughs> and there are other different, like other 
like you can get tank tops, t-shirts, v-necks. Um, we need to design onesies. I think those will probably just be oh, yeah. creepy crew onesies. Yeah. Um, koozies. There's a couple koozies. I think they just say um, KCB. And then I didn't petition. I like emailed the people so we could get more stuff. So I think we can do hats. Um, there's t-shirts, tank tops, um, all the things. So yeah, it's on Bonfire. And we can link the the storefront or whatever, but I'm going to get a creepy crew. Hell so yeah. I have one of the sweatshirts because I, you know, because we did that for my Aunt Jeannie. Oh, uh, yeah. Prep pack. So um, the sweatshirts are super fucking soft. Mm. And I ordered a medium and it's not too tight. You know, I was kind of where I was like, is it, a, you know, a, a slim fit medium? But it's mm. not. It's But I was like, I would probably order a creepy crew in a medium and a large. Yeah. Because I'm a weirdo. Let's have one. But yeah. You guys should get some of our apparel and yes. then send us a picture of you in it. Yeah. Because that would be phenomenal. Yes. 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 And we'll, we'll put it on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Maybe Twitter. I don't know. Sometimes. I forgot we had <laughs> we Twitter. We just thinking about Twitter. <laughs> I totally forgot we had Twitter. Yeah. Okay, so um, I actually had sent Amanda a screenshot of this case, and I was like, do I even fucking dare do it? And she said to do it, so here we are. I'm really excited about this, because I remember looking this one up one time, and I could find nothing. There is but it not, was right after. So there's not a lot. That's the thing. Like, there's a lot of what happened beforehand mm-hmm. and, like, during... But, like, nothing after. Well, and I think you have to go, like, deep. Deep. Did you? Or Well, I did. Um, and I went deep as to some conspiracy theories just because there wasn't a ton of information. Yeah. So, that's where we're at. I'm excited for this one, you guys. we fucking go. Oh. Should I just say who I'm doing or should I just, like, I go into it? Okay, we're just gonna go into it. Okay, so for those who are not from South Dakota, let me tell you about our weather. Mm-hmm. It's unpredictable to say the least. Our summers can be balls to the walls hot, which personally I freaking hate. I hate it so much, I hate it. Our winters can be brutally cold accompanied by wind. And I don't care what anybody says, Chicago is not the windy city. It's South Dakota is a windy state. Like, you know you're from fucking the midwest when you say you know it's not bad outside if it wasn't for the wind <laughs> every time <laughs> the amount of times i say that it's all awful. the time yes and you know the in between seasons we either have a spring or a false spring we either have a fall or a false fall and have terrible winter storms that blow through in april april <laughs> yeah mid-april so, to say the least, winter is definitely not a time where a nine-year-old should be outside in a t-shirt. So, here we are. I am doing Serenity June Denard. So, she was staying at the Black Hills Children Home, which is a treatment center for children with emotional and behavior problems. So, this facility is located in Rapid City, and on February 3rd, 2019, Serenity was playing in the gym at the home with three other children. So at that time, there were two staff members tasked with watching these three children. So one of the children ran out of the gym, but did stay in the building. 
and Serenity ran out of the gym and outside into the South Dakota winter day in February, people. Uh, Like, that is the heart of winter uh in South Dakota. And a lot of times, like, again, east and west are two very different. A lot of times the hills get a lot more snow than we do. But I remember this because it was really snow bad here, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 2019 was rough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was bad. So many terrible, like, we had a lot of fucking snow. We did. Yeah. It was, oh, it was bad on there. Yes. So, I So, if if it was bad here, it was twice as bad up there. Yes, especially in the hills. Yes. So, I would think the priority would be to follow the child that went outside, but I am, there's a couple times I'm going to play devil's advocate for the staff. Um, But also... If this facility for children with behavior and emotional problems, wouldn't you think that there would be security in place to have the doors locked? Mm-hmm. Even the daycare that we go to is locked, and only the staff has like things that they can get into the doors. Yeah. So, Our school has cameras up all over it. Yeah. And in I, case kids were to leave. Yeah. yeah. And I would just think, like, you should have some locked door security in place for a behavioral Yeah, or an alarm that goes off. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, so the last person to see Serenity was a family coming in to the children's campus at 11 a.m. So Serenity was walking northbound on South Rockerville Road near the cattle guard in front of the home. She was not wearing a coat in spite of it being sub-zero temps. And again, this family, you're coming to a children's behavioral home. Why would you not be like, hey, sweetie, why don't you get in with us? Yeah. Especially, she's not wearing a coat. Yeah. She's by herself. Yeah. It's fucking blizzard. Yeah. Uh, I just, what were they just like, oh, we'll just go tell the staff. Yeah. Like, I, I get that to a point, but you're an adult, and you're going to let a mm-hmm. child in a t-shirt be out in the winter. Yeah. Like, and if you don't feel comfortable picking them up, you call somebody. Yeah. Stay to there keep and an watch eye them. on them. Yes. Make sure you have them in your sight. Yeah. And if they take off, follow them. Yeah. Until someone can come out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, before Serenity went to live in the Black Hills Children's Home, Serenity lived with her adoptive father, whose name is Chad Denard, and stepmother, Cassandra Denard. So, they had primary custody of Serenity, and her adoptive mother, which was Darcy Gentry, had secondary custody. So, Serenity had stayed in about a dozen foster homes in her early childhood. So, for two years after she was removed from her biological parents' care as a toddler... And both both biological parents are in prison, so they are not in this whatever. <clears throat> so in October of 2014, after fostering her for several months, Chad and Dari, maybe? I don't know. They were together at this point. They adopted her. And then in early 2015, the couple divorced, and Chad and Cassandra started raising her in the May of that year. So Chad got with the... I don't know what happened to their relationship. No idea. So they live in Sturgis, South Dakota, with Serenity's three siblings. And Darcy has also remarried and lives in Rapid Valley, South Dakota. So according to her parents, Serenity suffered trauma as a result of her early childhood experiences. 
and they didn't go into detail about that and I didn't really look because it just that stuff makes me sad yeah so years of outpatient therapy had failed to help and Chad and Cassandra felt that it was no longer safe for her to remain at home um, so in July of 2018, they sent her to live at the Black Hills Children's Home, which provides intensive inpatient therapy and schooling for children aged 4 to 14. So the length of her stay was supposed to be about 14 months, with a predicted discharge date of September 2019. And her parents saw her four or five times a month, and she was allowed to call them twice a week. So I'm, I'm sure they didn't want the parents coming too often, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if she's, like, in a treatment. Yeah. But still, it sucks for her. Yeah. Um, and twice a week. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they, Cassandra and Chad, both truly believe that the facility was helping her, and they describe the staff as very caring. So Chad had visited Serenity uh, at the home the day before she, she went missing. So there's a lot of conspiracy theories about that as well. Mm-hmm. That maybe her dad had something to do with it mm-hmm. or her adoptive dad. But I'm not going to get into that one. Um, so Chad stated that it was a very normal visit and she seemed to be doing very well. He said that she did have a history of hiding from staff and threatening to run away and had once ran away while playing outside, but the staff was able to catch her. Again, do they, like, not have a fenced-in area? Uh, Like, I'm just really confused. I don't know. So the policy at the Children's Center was that if a child went missing, the staff should notify emergency responders within, quote, a reasonable amount of time, unquote. So after Serenity disappeared, the staff didn't call 911 until 12.26 p.m., which by that time an hour and 41 minutes had passed. So instead they searched the area for themselves, which I understand like 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, she has a history of running off, you know, check all the buildings, her hiding spots. Yes. But that just seems like a little too long. Yeah. Like how good did they really search? Yeah. I don't know. I so, mean, maybe if it's, a, like, a huge facility. Yeah, and I, I don't know how big it is. I don't know, like, the square footage, how many kids were there. Yeah. How many staff could they spare? To yeah. That? Yeah. And I don't know, like, if they have, like, a certain range around the facility, like, a certain... Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, so the facility did face a lot of criticism, obviously, for its handling of Serenity's disappearance. The State Department of Social Services and the Federal Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services investigated and found that the home didn't provide the level of supervision Serenity required. They lacked a sufficient emergency preparedness plan. The staff's initial search for Serenity was disorganized and the 101-minute delay in calling 911 did not constitute as a reasonable amount of time, which I get. I totally understand that. Um, The state gave the home... I think there was more. Did I not save it on my phone? Um, I have to switch over to my phone. That's okay. That's why we have Google Docs, man. Okay, so the state home... 
gave the home a corrective action plan stating that a new policy should be adopted where staff should call 911 immediately after a child disappeared. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great idea. If you open the front door and don't see him, call 911. Yep. And then start looking. Yep. Um, so later that year, the executive director of the Children's Home Society, which runs the home, provide, provided other education, shelter, adoption, and foster care services in South Dakota, retired. So I'm sure it was really stressful. Um, numerous extensive search searches of the area involving police, volunteers, search dogs have turned up with no indication of Serenity's whereabouts. The day after she went missing, an endangered alert was issued and law enforcement helicopters joined the search. A hundred more volunteers had joined the search as well. And more than a thousand people from 60 different agencies had participated in those first six months. So the search was, I feel like this is wrong. <clears throat> Let me go back here. Do, do, do. Yeah, I must have not saved it. Okay. That was on my butt. That she farted, she cheated. <laughs> okay. So the search was reclassified from a rescue to a recovery effort after several days, just because of like the weather in South Dakota, you know, all that good jazz. Um, they did this, oh, because she could not, because they felt she could not survive the elements for more than a few nights outside in the extreme cold temps. And by January of 2020, the search efforts had slowed, but they ended up covering over 4,500 miles of rough Black Hills terrain with more than 220 leads exhausted and 465 interviews conducted. They I mean, would have found her. I feel like they did. Yeah. Good job, South Dakota. They did. They did a very good I, job. Yeah, I'm impressed. But for, this is where, like, when we heard <clears throat> all of this is yeah. when something else is going on. Yeah. Because they would have found her. It was so terrible out. Yeah. That she would not have made it far. No. No. And they would have found something. And I know a yes. lot of people are like, well, maybe an animal got her. Okay. They would, we I would get have that. found something. I get that. But yeah, something we found an not. item of shredded clothing, a yes. fucking shoe. Yes, something. Yes, animals don't eat those. No, and it's not like we have. I mean, we don't have giant grizzly bears, and you know what I mean. Exactly, and I don't think, honestly, in in the weather that it was, she wouldn't have made it far enough into. And I mean, I get, I get bears and uh, mountain lions can come closer to, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Again, they would have found something. 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 Yeah. Closer-ish, you know? Yes. So the Pennington County Sheriff, Kevin Thom. Thom. It's like Thom. Tom with an H, so I'm doing it like, um, what's his face? Now, Keith. Now, Keith. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Thom. Sarah Flew. Sarah Flew. Sarah Flew. The cloth is coming. Um, so he told the Rapid City Journal in February, one year after Serenity's disappearance, that the girl's small size and the chill of the region's winter made the searches, searchers fear the worst, although many had still not given up. So in terms of Serenity specifically, she's very small. She's four foot nine, roughly 90 some pounds. So if she's in the woods and got lost, at the point you're becoming hypothermic. There's the potential that you find a spot to curl up to get warm, under a rock ledge or next to a log, he told the outlet. And this is the other thing. Cadaver dogs were also brought in to the effort. 
they told the journal that they had picked up scents, but they had no way of knowing if the scents originated with Serenity, which the home would have had her clothes. Yep. The dogs could have smelled that. Yep. Like, did her scent just stop? Mm-hmm. Because, again, I don't think she would have made it that far away no. that her scent would have just, you know, yeah. and, faded. And honestly, like, cadaver dogs are... They're fucking good. They are fucking good at their jobs. Mm-hmm. They know their fucking jobs. Yeah, although we did have... Because when she went out, we had fresh snow. So that... Yeah. But they would be able to pick up a scent of a dead body. If yeah. she, you know oh, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, if... Because I think at that point they were doing a recovery yeah, yeah, yeah. versus, you know. Um, so former prosecutor... Jeez. Prosecutor and true crime television host Nancy Grace posted a video to Facebook soliciting help to find Serenity in August. And as of January 2020, according to the SD News Watch, local authorities were guessing that Serenity had become lost in the woods and succumbed to hypothermia. But again, nothing has ever been found. Her parents has not have not given up hope. So in September 2020, her adoptive parents revived the search and hired a private investigator team made up of the FBI and police veterans in hope of finally tracking her down. As far as what I think happened, it changes every day, Denard told the outlet in February. But I think she's out there. I truly don't think somebody picked her up. I think she liked to run and she wouldn't run very far. But she liked to see people looking for her. I think she watched people look for her, and I think it's just when she went too far and got lost. That's just serenity, and she's done that before. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't agree. No. So because even then they would have found her. They would have found her. Because if she was that close that mm-hmm. she could watch them look for her, mm-hmm. they would have found her. Mm-hmm. So Gentry told the outlet. So that would be her adoptive mom. Mm-hmm. We'd take any news at this point, adding that her bedroom remains set up for her, which is, uh, Mm. breaks my heart. Yeah. Sometimes I just go in there and cry. I lay down, I hold her unicorn, and I cuddle up in the blankets. It just completely rips your heart out. So on August 27th, they reached out to Veracity IIR um, after a friend alerted them to a successful missing persons case the firm recently had took on. So the founder and CEO, Doug Coons, told, told Heavy, that must be, I don't know, um, it's, not, it's not going to go cold, Brian Gentry. Serenity's stepfather told local ABC affiliates, affiliates, Jesus, <laughs> we won't allow that. We said that from the very beginning. Darcy and I did put this together after a lengthy conversation with the investigators that this was the right answer at this time. So Coons told Heavy, it must be, I don't know, on Thursday that his investigators are still brushing up on the circumstances of Serenity's disappearance. We're kind of in the sponge mode. So basically just going through all the evidence, all that good stuff. So the case is, quote, pretty cold, unquote. But investigators have an extensive plan in place based on the cycles of intelligence and new or redone interviews. We'll do as much research as we can, Coons said, We look for gaps and people that we think might want to interview again. We'll reach out to the investigators who worked on this already, and hopefully they'll be cooperative and share with us what they've done. Maybe some insights that haven't been made public. 
So Kuhn says he believes that the Veracity IIR will be the first private investigation firm to take on Serenity's case. We'll use the principles we used, we used to use at the FBI, let the facts guide our investigation, and use the inlet cycle to figure out what questions need to be answered and how they'll be answered. We'll collect our intel, process it, analyze it, then produce a set of more detailed questions, just fine-tuning it all around. As for the odds of finding Serenity alive, he said, I have to be realistic. The odds are not with us on this one. The longer it goes, it just gets much worse. I hate being a pessimist, but the statistics would say the odds are not good. So there is a PayPal set up um, for donations to help with the cost of the investigation, which he said um, will be handled and billed like an escrow account. Um, so these things can get expensive. I used to work in South Dakota with the rural. I can't say that word. <laughs> and I know some <laughs> retired agents out there. I'm hoping to enlist them as boots on the ground when we get the interviewing stage. I'm also hoping to find local assistance. I'm familiar with the local authorities as well, and we have a good working relationship. So Serenity remains with missing, and research for her was the most extensive in the South Dakota history. So I, um, before I go into some more details, let's see. No, I'm going to do this first, and then we'll go into some conspiracy theories. God, I talk a lot. <clears throat> so <laughs> Serenity has been missing since February 3rd, 2019 from Rapid City, South Dakota. She is classified as an endangered missing person. She is female, white. Her date of birth is 5-12-2009. She's, she was nine, year old, nine years old when she went missing. She's 4'7 to 4'9 and about 96 pounds. She was wearing a long-sleeved gray flowered shirt, a purple tank top, dark blue stonewashed jeans, and black snow boots. Serenity has been diagnosed with severe reactive attachment disorder, disruptive mood dysregulation disorder, and other psychological problems. As a result of her condition, she suffers from behavioral problems, including running away and threats of self-harm. Um, she is a Caucasian female with blonde hair and blue eyes. So, one of the theories I have on my phone, I told Amanda about a couple of the other ones, which I'm just going to touch on. One theory is that she was abducted by aliens. Aliens fan. Yeah, I feel like that's always one. When someone goes missing, like aliens just took them. Yeah. But um, it's real plausible. I know, one. I know. Especially in the woods. I mean, the Black Hills <clears throat> would be a great yeah. place for aliens. And it would make sense how the dogs just... Stopped. Stopped. Yeah. And no tracks, no nothing. Mm -hmm. Beam me up, Scotty. Because you would think that... Okay, like I've said a million times, she couldn't go far. Yes. Okay, if she found a hole, a tree something to hide in to keep her warm, mm -hmm. she would still freeze to death. Correct. Her body then would be frozen. So, you know, with with the winter out there, it would be frozen. Mm -hmm. So when they brought dogs out again in the spring, it, it would still thawed. be in, it, yeah, it would, it would have thawed, but it would be in decomposition. It yes. would not be a skeleton. No. Meaning it would be easier to find for the cadaver smell. dogs. The smell. The smell. Yes would yeah just be fucking horrific they yes. would be able to find her yes so i mean you can't tell me that this little 90 pound girl traveled 
fucking 100 miles. Yeah. No. They couldn't find her, you know. In the in the clothing she was in. She exactly. was not equipped. She had no idea how to survive in the wilderness. Yeah. If it was summer, if it was spring, if it was fall, yeah. I could see it. But this was the dead of winter. Yes. She could not make it far in and, the clothes that she was and in. And I don't care that she grew up in South Dakota. I could not survive exactly. in the woods. No, neither could I. I wouldn't fucking make it far. No. 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 Just, and the terrain is so tough. She would have got yeah. wore out so fast. Yes. It, it is It is purely the weather. Yeah. That, like, when we went hunting, like, the oof. short time we went, I mean, I was five months pregnant, but West River terrain is not... Yeah. Not like here. And just imagine you not being in all your winter gear. Yes, I would have. Yeah, it would have yeah. been awful. Yeah. You would not have made it far. I mean, yeah. nobody would. No, gosh, no. Even the most fucking skilled winterer. Yeah, winterer <laughs> person. Yeah. Um, the other theory that I didn't put in here. So a lot of people know South Dakota for the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. It has been rumored multiple times that it is one of the um, most notorious, I would say, yeah, um, infamous sex trafficking events, because there are people from every corner of everywhere. I mean, our family friend that has a campground, he's had people from Ireland. Oh, yeah. I mean, all over the world. It's all not just the, the United States. Like, people come from all over. Um, and there, there are some sketchy people yeah. at, at Sturgis. So... One theory is that someone took her to sex traffic her, yeah. which, I mean, is not unplausible. No, and these the roads out there are so remote. Mm -hmm. If you're into that kind of shit and you see a little girl yeah. walking outside. Yeah. When we went for um, my husband's family reunion in the hills, we did a lot of trail riding with her angels. And we, like, went on one trail, and we weren't quite sure of it. And it took us, like, way into this back creepy area. Ooh. And all of a sudden, like, you go around this turn, and there's, like, a camper. Ooh. And I was like, the guy, get us out of here. I was like, something bad is coming on. And then, like, of course, I'm panicking, and I'm like, do we have a gun? Do we have a gun with us? Like, I'm looking around. I'm like, how am I going to protect us? Like, what are we going to do? Give me a knife. Give me a fucking pin to stab somebody. Yeah. Come on. I mean, we didn't see it until we were on it. Yeah. So that's just how the hills are. And that's I mean, just one, one place. One place. And yeah. it was just off a trail. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you, the shit's fucked up. Yeah. It's, it's fucked. Yeah. So, this next theory is fucking bananas. And I was telling Amanda, I'm going to do a whole episode on these people. So, um, this is a cult theory. So, let me tell you about Warren Steed Jeffs. Mm. So, he is a convicted child rapist. Mm. He is the president of the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, a polygamous denomination of the Latter-day Saints movement. Mormon? Are that, is that... I know the Mormon Church is the Latter-day Latter -day Saints. Oh, okay. So he's, he has two brothers. They're all fucked up. So they basically um, are just fucktards. Yeah. Let's just go Death with that. penalty is made for them. Yeah, basically. So Jeffs was captured after being placed on the FBI's 10 most wanted list in 2006 after it was discovered that he had arranged illegal marriages for his adult male followers with underage girls mm. in Utah. 
Uh, like I, it took everything I had not to deep dive into this because it's. Oof. We're it's gonna do a cult episode. Yeah, we, we have to. A couple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So in 2007, Arizona charged him with eight additional counts and two separate cases, including incest, sexual contact with minors, and then in September of 2007, he was convicted and sentenced on two counts of rape as an accomplice, and later in 2010, because of flawed jury instructions, the Utah Supreme Court overturned the sentence. Jeff was Jeff's was extradited to Texas where he was convicted and sentenced to life in prison plus 20 years and fined $10,000 for sexual assault of a child. $10,000? That's it. No. You, yeah. you sexually assault a child, yeah. you get your dick ripped off. Yep. You rape a child, you're dead. You're dead. You're, you're dead. done. So dead. he that was all from sex with a 15-year-old girl that he had married. An aggravated sexual assault against a child for sex with a 12-year-old he had married. Oh, my God. A fucking 12-year-old. Ugh. Monster. Working at a school. I look at... Ugh. Uh Uh-huh. No. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So, Warren Jeffs is still to this day leading some of the fundamental, whatever, members from prison. Oh, my God. And many people still believe that he's a prophet. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So Warren C. Jeffs is a... Why did I repeat that? And if you're that dumb, a dick ripped off. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Okay. So they follow him through his videos in jail. And I'm sorry, jail. Uh, why the fuck are you allowing this man to be around any kind of technology? Yeah. Or have any out, outside communication? You're encouraging him... Yes. ...to assault minors. And his psycho... Psychotic followers. Yeah. Is it so the jail can make a profit when they catch these people? Or, yeah. Or uh, what? Yeah. Hope, hopefully they're monitoring who's watching. Probably not. And. <laughs> he probably has a fucking YouTube channel. Probably. That'd be a great way to catch a bunch of perverts, though. Yeah. Just see I, who's watching. And that's like, true. Here you go. Take them in. Yeah. Take them in. Take them in. What okay. the fuck? So his brother, Seth, is said to have been over um, his church... So they basically had a, a camp in South Dakota. They had a fucking cult camp in South Dakota, not very far from where Serenity disappeared. <sighs> yes. Oh, fuck. Yes. So, um, interesting, interestingly enough, about the time of the raid in South Dakota, Seth bought land in Utah, and just a few days before... Um, you know, the there was a video made about the compound in South Dakota and how they believed that that community had taken serenity because they needed new blood. So they could have taken her to groom her to marry yeah. to their old fucking gross men. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, um, <clears throat> do they, do they know, they have to know where this land is that Seth bought but here's the thing. It, he might have bought the land, but they could have moved her. That's true. That's true. You know, they, they I mean, probably they could saw have, the search, and they were like, yeah. they have to hide her. And they could have fucking, who knows if that's all that they have. Yes. They probably absolutely. have followers all over the state. Oh, absolutely. And they probably have, like, secret bunkers and, mm-hmm. you know, all that bullshit. So, if Seth, they've got enough following to have land. Yes. Sorry. Yes. No, you're fine. 
So Seth was back in the news again in Utah. The story disappeared from the Google search. The Google. Jesus. The Google. But there's still a Utah private investigator, Sam Bauer, who visited Pike Lake Road to share some insight about the possible new compound. So Seth Jeffs is a convicted felon member of the Fundamental Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that purchased 40 acres of property along the Pike Lake Road in Cook County and plans to build a 6,000-square-foot building on the land. So what they think happened is, yeah, maybe Serenity took off and she was in the woods and he was out walking the woods and he took her and they're grooming her. And they found out that the search was huge, mm-hmm. so they are hiding her. They pr- they probably dyed her hair. Yep. They could get her colored contacts. Yep. They, I mean, Munchausen, not Munchausen's, Stockholm Syndrome is yep. a real thing. They could yeah. have convinced her that she's a whole entire different person. And she's already got mental. Yes. You know, it's. Yes. You know, uh, yeah. They could have convinced her she's a whole different person. Mm-hmm. And at that, it, she's so young. Yeah. It's it's easy to groom a young kid. Yes. Which fucking sucks. I yeah. mean, I, I'm not saying that. You know, it, it is. Yes, it is. Because their minds are still developing. They I, haven't I mean, learned about the world yes, yet. Yes, absolutely. You know, she, you know. That's what I think happened. Yeah. Especially since there was a compound in South Dakota. Yeah. And it was close to where she was disappeared Mm -hmm. from that's the theory i think happened oh that's a wild one yeah yeah next to aliens sounds uh yeah very plausible yes i'm gonna (laughs) hope it was aliens yeah because i think that would be the better route yeah for serenity herself yeah and i bet it was like tall grays so they were just like this poor little girl is out in the cold yeah so they're probably like treating her like a queen taking her around the galaxy exactly just like look this right here, this is a Pluto. Your stupid people on Earth don't think it's a planet. It is. But it is. Do you want to go party on it? There's something living there. Yeah. Do yeah. you want to go party on Pluto? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the theory that we're going to go with yeah. this. But she's still missing. Yeah. So, if you have any information. I'm going to put up the pictures and everything. Yeah. We'll, we'll do all that. But, yeah, that was a crazy one. I, like I said, there's not a lot of information about what happened after. Yeah. But what happened during was just bananas. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. That fucking coal was bananas. Colt. Sorry. Oh, I was like, coal? Who's coal? Coal. Colt. Yeah, Sorry. and that, I'm going to do a deep dive into that cult because yeah. it's fucking bananas. Oh, my God. I There's so many cults that I want to just. Oh, yeah. So many. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be an episode soon. Yeah. So that's the first episode. We are going to record another episode tonight. We say yes. that all the time. We're really doing it. Yeah, we're really doing it, guys. Yeah. It's S- going to be way, way, way lighthearted. Yes, after the Serenity thing, because it just breaks my heart that yeah. she's so young, and that guy being beaten to death. Yeah. Like, that's just rough. So we're going to do a super lighthearted, funny, we're probably going to pee our pants yeah. episode. So, until next time. Keep Keep it creepy, bitches. bitches.